Meanwhile, at Manage Comics, coming to you from a secret underground lair, these dedicated heroes discuss the business of comics, industry news, comic book retail issues, and the latest developments from Manage Comics. They are promoters of comics, champions of small business, and four-color heroes. They are the Manage Comics Team. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Brian, and this is Meanwhile at Manage Comics, episode 11. I always screw that up, but luckily this time I have it written right there. Um, this week is going to be an interesting, different week. Uh, as you may or may not remember, we have the comics, what are we calling it? The comics data working group or something like that. Comics metadata working group um, with the comics pro organization. And part of that group is my good buddy, Django Boren of comic shop assistant and the comics place in Bellingham, Washington. And so we thought it'd be fun to come in and talk about last week's meeting a little bit, just, you know, a little bit tease people and, uh, talk about kind of where we're going next and some of the things, um, that Django and I are working on kind of behind the scenes. So Without any further adieu, here oh. is Django War. Hey, Brian. I'm glad you said uh, Comics Place in Bellingham, Washington, because uh, that's how Jeff and I have just always kind of introduced the place. And one day our diamond rep was like, I know who you guys are. You don't have to say where you are every time you call. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that's the name of the shop, though, the Comics Place in Bellingham, Washington. We, we never said it any other way since then yeah that makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely cool well good to have you here um yeah let's let's talk data which awesome. is our favorite topic thanks for dating me <laughs> <laughs> so behind the scenes uh django and i basically have a back channel of just constant complaints about all of the data issues that we deal with on a weekly basis um and the good thing is like even though we're technically competitors according to my wife we worst. um competitors we'll, your wife is fine <laughs> we're the worst competitors oh we're terrible at being competitors <laughs> but if we find a piece of data that's going to screw up one of our systems we'll usually uh give a heads up to the other guy unless we're just so in trouble that everything is burning so overwhelmed <laughs> i oh can't even text this barcode to brian do you remember that day it was like uh, i think it was like three weeks ago where i told you about the the double quote that was in the diamond, uh, the the D and D three inch plushie yeah. that had literally broke everything we did, and you were yep. like, "Oh, I must have coded for that because it was fine." Listen, was it like, was not on purpose, so buddy. Much. I lucked into not having that particular problem. <laughs> uh, and what's funny is the next week they released another three inch thing, but it said three and then the word inch, which is how they've always much done better. it. This is the only time they've ever unescaped double quote so if you guys like things like unescaped double quotes <laughs> who boy howdy do we have a show for you in the right place <laughs> at the right time uh so yeah this week we had our first kind of i guess it was the kickoff meeting right with uh katie and marco and a whole uh, mess of people there were publishers distributors i think like all three distributors were there yep um all the big publishers that you can imagine. Mm -hmm. 
great people saying like really good things that I liked hearing. Um, things like publishers saying like, we are already doing a lot of this stuff and want to make yeah. sure that all this data is getting to the right people. So how can we do that as soon as possible? And I was like, Ooh, I like those words. Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was really exciting. Um, but basically the groups are breaking up into four kind of, what, what do they call them? Like, what's the word I'm missing? Uh, so, oh gosh. Is, is it sub? What are we even doing in these groups that have subcommittees, subcommittees, right? Subcommittees. I think that's yeah. the word. Yeah. 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 So we're not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I believe we are in the steering committee. Yes. Which I, I'm, I, all right. I think of it like a boat. Yeah. <laughs> we're we got our, we got our hands on the, yeah, we're steering oh, the boat with the, terrifying yeah. idea i don't know that i should be steering anything but all right <laughs> um so so basically the way it's going to break down is there's four um subcommittees one of them is data formats files and fields so that is talking specifically about i just smacked my microphone um mm -hmm. that's specifically talking about like what fields and what order those fields should be associated with uh and and how they relate to products um so for that, that's the one I'm kind of passionate about because I really like, well, I've, I've shared this with Django a thousand times. I really like kind of the minutia of getting things like really um, detailed. And we've talked about atomic data versus composite data for a long time and how atomic data allows you to reassemble things however you want to. So mm -hmm. if one store wants to use, you know, the, the letters V-O-L for volume, as long as we know that it's a volume and not a season, then they can do whatever they want to with it. Yeah. Um, so having that as much data as we can in as small a piece as possible is the part that I, I really enjoy. Um, the next one is data standards, titles, creators, variants, and more. So within the standard file format, what are the standards for denoting titles, creators, variant covers, second printings, ratios, et cetera? So a good example of this one is full art versus virgin art. Yep. Um, although my argument is if it's atomic, we can have anything. We can let you change it to whatever you want to on the, on the back end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, uh, and if we're consistent with it, if we're always using virgin, if it always says virgin, um, you could conceivably change that fairly easily. Yeah. Uh, the next one is categories. Um, regarding BISAC, genre, target demographics, age ratings, etc. cetera. Um, that one's kind of neat because like, I don't know about you, but BISAC is a fairly new concept to me. Mm -hmm. I knew about it, but I didn't really grok what it was until. Like standardized categorization for mostly for the book market, um, but yeah. able to be applied to comics. Yeah. So what we've, what we've got with comics really is there's, I want to say there's, I used to know this number. I'm pretty sure there's 14 individual categories, which is like comics, graphic novels, uh, comic novelty, non-comic novelty, um, books and novels, uh, apparel. So there's, there's like 14 of those. And then there's what they called genres, which is where manga was just a genre within... Right the it could be for anything so you could apply the genre to apparel or the genre to whatever um 
BISAC is a little different because it has, I think there's three levels of categorization. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. So you start out, I think it, at the highest level, it's format. And then it goes down to like comic. Um, superhero. superhero. Yeah. Right. Comic superhero. And maybe the next one is like comic superhero uh, urban adventure. I don't yeah. know if that's actually a BISAC code and probably isn't. I'm going to get Not a, yet. I'm going to get a nasty email from the BISAC organization. <laughs> um, there's a yes. there's a proper way to request new <laughs> BISAC right. categories. <laughs> Please don't do it in the in the form of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Which is a good kind of that's a good you know jumping off point that we'll get to a little bit later. Maybe help ticket shouldn't come in through podcasts. <laughs> Dal and Patrick, but <laughs> it's my favorite gonna, part of my, doing... my Monday is listening to them send you help ticket stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, the bisect and, and all that stuff is really interesting because it will like the bisect stuff alone gives us so many more than the 14 categories that we have out of the gate. Mm -hmm. um, what's really nice about Penguin Random House jumping in here is that all the Marvel stuff has been categorized by BISAC. So we've right. inherited like a whole ton of new categorization. Now, just, just to be clear, because I don't know this, I haven't started ingesting the BISAC into our, our system. Is it, um, are they applying that to periodicals? Yeah. Or periodicals and books? Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that's both, super yeah. cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's, it's really nice that, um, to be honest, I, I think we're still mostly using diamonds. Right. stuff because we hadn't at the time kind of figured out how to fully do anything with that yeah um we weren't expecting it to be nearly as comprehensive as it was mm -hmm. and because penguin random house doesn't have issue sequence number and a couple other things we can't ingest their data first right. so our data order is diamond penguin random house it's actually lunar diamond penguin random house in that that's, order. that's mine too yeah although lunar's starting to Starting to hoop us a few times. <laughs> uh, Lunar seems to have data up a little bit sooner than it's finalized, yeah. which is kind of scary. So we're getting a lot of UPC codes that are bad and stuff like that. So mass confusion. But that's where this group comes in. Yeah. And the final group of the four is workflow best practices. So uh, what are the workflows for creating a product and then getting into a catalog? What are the pressure points along the way? Um, is there a need for an intermediary um, kind of service? I would like to, at the very least, see a like a standardized file checker where yep. anybody could just upload a, a, a file, whatever it is, XML or, or CSV or whatever. Why and then, both? yeah. And then get a, a kind of a list of here's all the things that are potentially wrong with this mm -hmm. with this upload before you go sending it to somebody else. So, um, like just between you and me, I'm I'm kind of using that as my uh, getting the rust off my coding skills right now. Yeah, I'm building myself a little parser so that I can upload any of the existing files and see what's triggering as as wrong. So. Oh, that's really cool. One of the things it'll do is look at issue sequence numbers. And mm -hmm. if they are not corresponding to the UPC, then it'll flag them. And then I can say, 
Right. Hey, Marvel, invariably, uh, <laughs> your issue sequence numbers are off. Um, hey, everybody who has <laughs> barcodes right now. <laughs> hey, Dynamite, what is happening here? <laughs> uh, yeah, because I've, when the catalogs come out now, there's just like a flurry of emails that go back and forth to different publishers. Hey, yeah. new publisher who has a different UPC for every single cover that you have this month. It's hard to subscribe to you. Yeah. Maybe there <laughs> could be a better thing we could do. Yeah. Um, but that was really good. Like last, last month I did that with a couple publishers and they actually said that they had reached out to diamond and lunar and diamond was working with them to unify their UPCs. So mm -hmm. it, it's, it's good that it's happening. Well, to be fair, like this, this stuff that you and I are mired in every single day is very complex and arcane. And yeah. it, it's ridiculous to hope that anybody would understand this on the first try or even 80 years into publishing. Like it's, <laughs> it's pretty weedy stuff. And the thing that I think we've both discovered is like, there's a very small number of people in the industry who even know how a lot of this stuff works in the universe, Brian. It's true. It's true. And, yeah. and a lot of those people have kind of, the word is attrition, but what is the singular <laughs> of attrition? Attrited. <laughs> <laughs> They've matriculated out of the industry over the last few years. Um, and we had one instance where, um, one person was on an extended leave at that organization. Mm -hmm. And we had people who obviously didn't know how the system was working, who were entering data in that was completely wrong for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like that scares me that there's no kind validator. of institutional knowledge. Or validator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, a, a validator. So I think the two really, really cool things that, that comics pro can bring to this is one like the exercise we're doing right now where we're basically mapping i can show kind of a little bit of what we're doing um we're basically mapping all of the existing information um mm -hmm. that we get from publishers distributors and everybody and then we're saying what those things are so that there'll be one document that actually has all of the existing information and then from that, we're going to create our ideal, like what should the publishers have? What do the distributors have to lay on top of that stuff to uh, make it good things? But I think that is a really good kind of artifact to leave behind for the industry. And, yeah. uh, and then Comics Pro is the perfect place to be enforcing that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, kind of a Rosetta Stone. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what we're doing. So, so like, do you just read them top to bottom, left to right? Like, I don't understand the panels. Do you, what order do you read the panels in? Like, like the comic panels? Yeah. Well, it depends. Are we talking a Western or Eastern comic? Cause it, well, like, that, is the, is the cover part of it? Cover part of the comic? Yeah. Like, is that a, is that, do you read the cover? Is that part no, of the No, you shouldn't the, really, because there, okay. there's variant covers now. So, yeah, we, we don't want to be, we don't want to be reading the cover. No. Okay. 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 Unless I'll, I'll give word. it a shot. 
I'll give if it a shot. If you've got words, then you might want to read the cover. I don't okay. Know. I've always been intrigued by these comic book things. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, which one of those things are you most interested in, Django? Man, I think the the first two, the 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 data uh, structure and yeah. the um, and and they they've both kind of collapsed into one in my head brain because they're so closely linked. Um, but those are the two that interest me the most. Although I really do want to audit the workflow class. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to I want to see what's going on behind the scenes and and who who decides what because that. I make a lot of assumptions about that right now. And sometimes it's with swear words and sometimes it's with awe. Yeah. I think that's the place to the workflow part where comics pro can really add the most value because they could actually have that. Like uh, in my opinion, that auditing tool should live with comics pro, right? right. It should be something they maintain and they, they own. Yeah. Um, and that way, you know, there's a, there's the part of the pro part of comics pro could be process. Oh, All right. Wow. That's a very Canadian way of process. Yeah, I love well, it. Yeah, I, I love it. I, I like the <laughs> comics. <about. pra. laughs> um, but yeah, those two that you're talking about, you know, the, the, so the files and fields to mm -hmm. me is the shape of the container. Right. It's actually the container itself. Right. Yeah. Whereas the data standards is the stuff you put into the container. Right. Um, so, and, and kind of formalizing that stuff. And I, I, like we've talked about, Jess brought up, Jess from Penguin Random House brought up, um, what was it called? The, the creator code, the CSN, the ISNI, ISNI, ISNI. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's a creator code that like Chip Zdarsky could, apply for a creator code i think they're 25 dollars or something silly like that Yeah, that's super cheap and it's a lifetime and, thing and then he owns it so he owns code 227 right mm -hmm. and no matter where he goes no matter what he does if he does a book he does a novel he does a graphic novel he does a comic he would have creator code 227 and then when he updates his bio or anything in that centralized repository that could get pushed out to everybody and it is super helpful for Chip Zdarsky, but even more helpful for people with names like Dan Brown. Absolutely, yeah. Right, Dan who, Brown's who, a perfect example. Yeah, yeah. Because how many Dan Brown authors are there? Yeah, isn't there? More there's like one. a famous astrophysicist or something, and then there's the the Da Vinci Code guy. Yeah, well, like Mark Russell just died, but our friend Mark Russell, who writes the comics, didn't die. Oh, interesting. Right? Like there was a like a well known political. Um, writer named mark russell who like i almost started crying when i saw the tweet about <laughs> him yeah, yeah. dying i was like oh wait no that's right other yeah. other mark russell it's also sad so if we, if we <laughs> knew it was mark russell 204 and not mark russell 447 exactly be, yeah yeah exactly. that makes yeah me, no, and, that... me and chip don't really need him but uh can't hurt yeah exactly right <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I guess there's uh, there's probably only one or maybe two Chip Zdarsky's. Yeah. But yeah. there might be six Mark Wades. Yeah, there's a lot of Bryants out there. Oh, there's so many Bryants. Luckily, so you that... guys have all your Isneys, your, your last names. We may need a fifth. We may need a fifth uh, working group that just determines Brian workflows. <laughs> How do we... So we're going to need a standard Brian ID. 
Brian six one six. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Brian five one nine. The Brisney. Oh, that's actually not a bad idea. If we all went with our area codes. Oh, then then you're only getting confused with hundreds instead of thousands of each yeah, other. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, but in the comics, oh crap! There's another Brian. <laughs> I actually worked at a comic store um, in my teens called Bedtime Return, and it was me and another Brian, Brian Alway and Brian Garside. And uh, there was an, a Brian customer we had who had a Y in his name. And Brian always say, hey, he's not a real Brian. That's <laughs> <laughs> not real. So Brian with a Y is just a Ryan that got misspelled. Tell that to Brian Adams. I'm Mr. sorry. <laughs> I don't make the rules. Get better parents. That's all I know. I, I think I've told the story of me misspelling my daughter's name. Oh, my no. wife wanted to spell her name a specific way, and I spelled it like K-A-Y-L-I-N. Uh-huh. But apparently there was a hidden E in there somewhere, and <laughs> I wasn't aware, and she was, you know, exhausted from having late, 24 hours of labor. Right. So I filled out the birth certificate, and we got home, and she went, that's not how you spell her name. I was like, well, it is now. I mean, this kid needs to get ready for a lifetime of disappointment. What's better? Than yeah, it's a good start. He's starting it with her name. Yeah, yeah, I screwed up. Yeah, my yeah. my old my my uh, kid Maximum would uh, probably have something to say about that too. <laughs> Max, why did you start me like this? <laughs> I wanted Max's name to be Max Maximus. Yeah, but we 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 uh, we uh, compromised with Max. Huh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's It'll not do. bad. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about about data? Just that it's hard, and um, as as two of the guys who take a lot of it in and give give a lot of it, like like massage it and give it spa treatments, and then spit it back out to everybody else. Sorry, that was like three different. I like analogies there. I liked where it was going. Um, we, we, we're baby birding this data back to a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so good. Uh, uh, so, and we, we appreciate everybody's patience and support. That, <laughs> and we can use macros. Really, that's a really good thing though. Like, I don't, I don't know that we've really, I've ever really articulated to the managed comics audience kind of why data is as important as it is, but mm-hmm. like, we spend hundreds of hours, not hundreds, but I, I know for a fact that I spend about 70 hours a month because we audited it a while ago, um, improving the data. And mm-hmm. some of that is just like some of the data is just straight up missing. So we have to go back to the distributors mm-hmm. and the publishers and find out if that data can be fixed. Um, sometimes data is just wrong. Yeah. Sometimes we have upc codes that get reused from an old dead title which we've already ingested and assigned an id and everything and then they cancel that but different distributors have different methods of telling us about cancellations the only consistent one right now is penguin random house who actually sends out a daily cancellation list um so once something's been canceled in the book trade, 
you cannot use that ISBN ever again. Like it's right. actually, as soon as it gets assigned, it is now dead. It's against intergalactic law. Yeah, literally, yeah. you'll get arrested and you'll go to jail. Space jail. <laughs> and it, it's, it's space jail and you never get out. Now, with UPCs, it's a lot more loosey-goosey. Until it actually comes out, it's not really officially a thing. And you could technically reuse a UPC and, you know, you probably wouldn't go to space jail because there's no space cops on yeah, the UPC but, side. Like, don't risk it. I, no, I don't know if no, I've ever it's... told you one of my biggest fears is going to jail in another country. Like even if it's Canada, yeah. I don't want anything to do with that. And uh, I can't even imagine going to space jail. Our jails are super nice though. Like yeah. you get free medical healthcare and dental. I thought you just got that for visiting. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> sorry. That's just Canada. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. And dental is only when you're under 26. Sorry. 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 Um, uh, so yeah. Um, so the reason it's really important is one, it, it, it fixes a lot of the problems that we're having internally, which is just really, mm -hmm. you know, Brian and Django problems and then all their customers. But more importantly, um, once we start getting good data in, we can start providing a lot better data out. Mm -hmm. What kind of data can we provide out? Well, from what I understand from reading the internets the last little while, the publishers are really, really, really jonesing for better data. And they would like to go back to the days of having sales lists where, mm -hmm. you know, Batman outsells Spider-Man or does it? Who knows? Because right. nobody knows how many copies of anything sells anymore. And also with good enough data, it would be easy for us to write something that lets you subscribe to any number of wacky things that you haven't even considered yet. Absolutely, right, like you yeah. could subscribe to Tom King. Which... You could subscribe to Tom King Batman family titles, only. right? And we or... could do that now very poorly because the data is not quite there. Exactly, everything that we do right now, no matter whether you're comic shop assistant, manage comics, League of Comic Geeks, or Comic Hub, mm -hmm. or even Diamonds Pullbox, you're doing with a bunch of cobbled together data that you're hoping to normalize into a system that actually makes sense. And in most of our cases, we're manually hand feeding all that data, like hand massaging it. We're creating story storylines like manage comics creates our own storylines, which is to me a nightmare of a terrible idea. <laughs> but we need to do it because nobody's providing it for us. Yeah. Um, I think, and, and Django, I don't want to speak for you, but I know we've talked enough about this, but that data is truth. And the mm -hmm. source of truth should be the person who authored that data. So the author should be the publisher for yeah. all the publisher information. They know if it's a crossover way before we know if it's a crossover. 1000%. Yeah. But then there's certain amounts of the data that absolutely 100% should be the distributor because the distributor knows what discount code are we applying to this? What um, is the expected uh, leave date from our warehouse? Yeah. What is the um, FOC date? Uh, you know, Penguin Random House has a different final cutoff date than Diamond does, which has a different exactly. one than Lunar. Those are dictated by the distributors in conjunction with the publishers, not by the publishers. 
but it's, so, a, it's a distributor schedule that, that yeah. is being stuck to there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so each one of those could be different. So the same product could have three different, um, final order cutoff days and that's, that's cool, but that's a distributor setting and not a publisher setting. Some uh, days I, uh, I feel kind of selfish for begging people for better data because really it makes my job a lot easier when we get something streamlined. If I can spend 20 minutes on an FOC instead of two hours, yeah, it's like the greatest Friday ever. Yeah. Um, but that, that's, but, but you, then I think about that's it, it's like comic shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, but yeah, like that spiders out to everyone else. And if everyone 100%. else had more reliable information, like everything just gets easier and easier. Yeah. And, and, and if the, we can, if we can get that information more reliable, then we can start to build systems as, as POS. I hate using that term because we don't do POS, but we're the inner layer. <laughs> um, but our systems can then start to like, we can start stop working on the dumb things like making sure the data is good mm -hmm. and start working on the cool things like making sure that somebody can subscribe to Tom King Batman series. Yeah. When they come out, the, the, the imaginative stuff instead of the, the brute force corrections that we're dealing yeah. with a lot. And, and the, you know, the great thing about it is it seems like everybody above us in the industry, like the publishers and the distributors are interested and invested and oftentimes already doing this. So yeah, I think 100%. the coordination is the hard lift, not the, the buy-in. Yeah, I agree. And that was, I think the thing that shocked me the most was when we did our panel in, in uh, Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. it was like how many of the publishers were like, yeah, we want this as well. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. No, I thought you were the ones we were going to have to convince. And yeah. then we, oh, but yeah, it was great. Yep. So, yeah, this isn't a thing that'll get solved overnight. Um, we're hoping that by, I think it's by January 2024, we have a white paper completed, right? In time for the next Comics Pro is the, all these different things. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's a great, you know, goal. And short term, like super short term, uh, my goal is to have a definition dictionary ready right. by like the end of this month that um, says basically I want to lay the, the table stakes of where we are today. And really like, this is everything that we have right now. And then Django and I are going to start brainstorming some like, okay, here's what would really help us yep. as systems designers do things better. And then we can use that as a jump off point for our individual groups and saying, okay, here's some ideas. Right. Um, I feel like if we can come in with a, a few ideas too, it can help people kind of visualize that if, if we just go in and boil the ocean, we're never going to get anything accomplished. Whereas mm -hmm. if we go in with a few ideas and say, here's some direction that, that we can take. And if we can establish where we already are, I think it'll help a lot with, uh, with those groups. Yeah. And just defining uh, what we absolutely need versus what we can put on a wish list and push for the next iteration. Yeah. Um, because I, I mean, I think of some pretty wild stuff when I'm, uh, when I'm imagining what I could do with with different bits of data straight from the sure. publisher's mouth, straight from the dark horse's mouth, if you straight will. Straight from the dark horse's mouth. <laughs> it's funny too, because some of the stuff that we want to do is really Marvel and DC stuff, right? Like, I mean, uh, Image toys around with shared universes and that kind of stuff, but no BPRD. Uh, that's not entirely true. Even Black Hammer. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. 
Well, and, I mean, and some of the image like creators themselves have got kind of little shared pocket universes. Like as we've found out that the paybacks and crossover live in the same universe. You well, know? All, all the radiant black stuff. Yeah. Is, is one big universe right now. Right. Yeah. And that, yeah. that would be really cool to have kind of like a universe grouping for that kind of stuff. Oh, that's a really good idea. And then it's it a little muddy when you're trying to decide which of the original, like are wildcats in that universe. Do we pull them out completely or do we put an end date for the last time they were allowed to talk to spawn? Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> then there would have to be. Oh, I didn't even think of end dates. Why do you do this to us? <laughs> um, and then on top of that, we can we can start to think once we've established all this stuff, we can start to think about applying it to back matter as well. Mm -hmm. And starting to go back in the catalog and maybe someday having, you know a commercialized version of the grand comics database. Right. Or even just plugging into the grand comics database. Yeah, absolutely. And referencing some of their stuff. Cause their data is pretty, sure. pretty yeah, great. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. Um, Hey, let's, uh, let's talk for a couple seconds about this. Oh gosh. Well, I mean, I think the most important thing is if you stand in front of a mirror and say comic shop assistant tools for your comic gamer hybrid shop five times, it'll appear and uh, help your store do things. Really? That's yeah. fascinating. Guaranteed. 100% well, guaranteed. Let's talk a couple seconds about like <laughs> why I'm not too afraid of having my competition on because I don't think fundamentally we're competitors. Oh, I thought it was because um, you could beat me up. Well, there's that too. I mean, I do know Canadian jiu-jitsu. Yeah. You know, CJJ. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, like, so I think the two of us have come at the problem from the exact opposite ends. And you've yeah. said this a couple of times. I've come at it from kind of a customer in perspective. And you came at it from a... Uh, Panicked admin. retailer out. And mostly like, <laughs> almost like cash register kind of out. And that's where you started yeah. at. I'm at the till. This is what I do. And yeah. I started with, I want to sell more comics to more customers. How do I do that without being annoyed by them asking for every single thing? <laughs> hey, can you subscribe me to all the Tom King Batman comics? Oh my God, no. Just do it yourself, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I come to it from a much more hostile place than Jake. <laughs> I code with empathy, Brian. I code from the heart. I, I, I code with just rage. <laughs> Actually, I don't even code. I just write specs and give them to people who are smarter than me to code. Yeah. So so with managed comics, we're kind of like the Voltron of systems. That's why I hate when we come up in point of sale discussions because categorically, we are not a point of sale. Mm -hmm. Shopify is our point of sale. Um, categorically, we do not do e-commerce. Shopify does all of our e-commerce. Categorically, I do not want to deal with America's 212 friggin tax laws <laughs> we do not do that shopify does that um but you on the other hand are a madman who decided that they wanted to go with that side of the, the well, listen i'd never done it before brian i thought it'd be easy i said give me three weeks i can get i can knock this thing out so i can learn adorable. how to do this and knock it out when you said that you know everything in my heart wanted to say oh django <laughs> oh i'm glad you didn't because oh, here we are two long 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 years later and it works pretty well <laughs> um but yeah i mean we're so we do we like 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 you said we started from behind the counter and are moving out towards the customers 
Um, and so that includes ringing people up at the register. Um, we don't actually have a Shopify or a, a, a e-commerce thing built into ours, but it does communicate with Shopify. Um, but our, our goal was to have like the smoothest process or process, depending on where you are, um, behind the counter so that we could help our customers in our store. And uh, now that we've got that, that stuff uh, sort of locked down and we've got all that figured out, uh, you better watch your back, Brian. Oh, you son of a gun. Between you and <laughs> Stu telling me to watch my back. I only have so many. Oh, I'm going to give myself whiplash watching my back. Should we, should we just like get in a triangle and watch each other's backs? Yeah, you and that, me and Stu? that'd be good. That'd be terrible business. <laughs> so as I've said a few times, like at some point, this will just become the managed comic shop assistant. It flows yeah. like it'll just and we've got robots. Is it Django and Brian's and Jeff's or Jeff and Brian versus Django or like what is the. So as as a comics guy, I prefer alphanumeric sorting of anything so i think it would alphanumerically it would be brian django and jeff well my last name's boren what's yours garside oh man you're in trouble so i mean we could do that we, i just <laughs> i i mean i think brian and django goes a little smoother than boren and garside that uh, we can we can burn that bridge when we come to it that that second one almost sounds like a bad folk band born and garside. a bad folk band <laughs> that's all i listen to brian uh i've been traveling down the data roads and no <laughs> sorry, i don't want to i don't, don't want to give myself self copyright <laughs> copyright trick <laughs> uh all right well yeah where, where can they find more information about comic shop assistant tools for your comic game or hybrid shop well, you could find that at comicshopassistant.com. We have our own domain name, Brian. It's a it's a Squarespace site. I it's know that Squarespace because site. you still have the Squarespace favicon up there. No way, dude. I fixed that like weeks ago. Did you? Congratulations. Yeah, we have our own. You might need to like clear all your caches or re <laughs> like reinstall your software from the ground up. <laughs> or just use a I different swear computer. I changed just it. take the computer you're using now and burn it. Yep. And then start from scratch. And you'll get you'll get a nice little robot head a super pixelated robot head next time you load it that sounds great <laughs> i'm i'm really looking forward to it yeah. well people should definitely check you guys out as i've i've often said that you're kind of the spiritual successor to moby although i don't know if we can legally say that because there may be some copyright uh, we, you things. know we used moby and it was inspiring what and what you moby also did. like managed all the moby data for the last couple of years for for any moby stores that were kind of I, dealing I, with it so yeah i i do uh massage the lunar dc data into a format that they can load into moby um, because we were doing it anyway and and we automated and i was like these everybody needs this more than i need to not share it that's <laughs> such a nice thing to do yeah on the other hand, bad competitors just, i'm I, a bad business guy i just keep my data locked down super just, tight impossible to get into yeah only because i actually i think you have login to geek fetch i think i do <laughs> <laughs> so bad i am so terrible at this job <laughs> all right folks i think that's going to do it for this week so yeah be sure to check out django's uh comic shop assistant like i said yeah. i think we we service different ends of the market um if you're interested in kind of a, a soup to nut solution that that really really focuses on the behind the counter aspect yeah. of things and Django does things like collection tracking and stuff that we 
don't have the ability to do yet. A lot of back watch, issue stuff in there right but now. But just watch your back. Watch your back. I'm gonna have Stu it's, watch my back. You watch his. He'll watch yours. At some point, I'm gonna. I've got a four gigabyte database waiting to be ingested at some point. <laughs> it's super not fun. to mention like all the Penguin Random House stuff that we've got that we could ingest, and then there's like I've got Asmodee and ACD mm. databases that we keep accumulating. That at some point we're gonna have to get in there, but I need to figure out what our data structure for all that they stuff are is super fun brian oh, super so smooth super can, easy to integrate those things can you imagine if i didn't have to do 71 hours of data manipulation a month how much man. other data we could have man i i can't even imagine it'd be fun it'd be yeah. fun all right folks flame. that's that's gonna do it for this week uh as i always say in the meantime and in between time keep managing those comics and it's ask for an assistant to help you with it. <laughs> Get an assistant to help you manage those comics, folks. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs>